This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic full-service creative consultancy reaching more farmers and farm leaders than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Another major Chinese purchase of American soybeans is instilling some confidence that the country is looking outside of Brazil to meet its soybean needs. The Department of Agriculture reported a sale of 720,000 metric tons of U.S. soybeans on Thursday. About 657,000 metric tons are for delivery in the next crop year, which begins in September. China had recently been purchasing heavier quantities of Brazilian soybeans, which wasn't necessarily out of the ordinary for this time of year. There's more on the purchase and what it means for the Phase 1 trade deal in Bill Thompson's story on agripulse.com. Speaking of grain trade, it's report day at the Department of Agriculture. AgriPulse's Ben Nulli has a look at the numbers. Grain traders are calling today's World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report mostly neutral. USDA made fractional increases to new crop beginning and ending corn stocks. Mike Pearson with Zaner Ag Hedge says one of the bigger but expected changes was USDA lowering corn use for ethanol. They dropped it by 50 million bushels. And that's not a shocking number. That's definitely in the realm of what the trade was thinking would be realistic. And that's what we got. Corn used for ethanol was lowered, reflecting a slower-than-expected rebound in ethanol production. Allendale broker Nathan Cardwell says there weren't too many adjustments for soybeans either. One of the bright spots that I see is um, possibly uh, they did increase demand. Uh, by a hundred, they raised uh, exports by 150 million for crush. Beginning soybean stocks were raised 5 million bushels with higher crush for the 2019-20 marketing year that was offset by lower production and a lower export forecast. 2020-21 U.S. wheat supplies were increased due to a larger crop and a slight increase in beginning stocks. June ending stocks are forecast at 925 million bushels, up 16 million bushels from May's forecast of 909 million bushels. Read more of this story at agripulse.com. I'm Ben Nully. Congress is continuing its work on more potential relief for production agriculture as part of coronavirus recovery legislation, but some dairy producers say they don't want additional help to distort the market. John Nof is a dairy farmer in New York. He says the current state of farm programs and coronavirus relief should be enough. So if you fund businesses and you give them a risk management tool, that really ought to be all we need. Or at least that's my view. So now you have a black swan event like a pandemic. We participated in PPP and we signed up for CFAP. And I think they're going to be very effective at strengthening operations that are critically stressed right now. Uh, I think they're greatly appreciated. My opinion is it's probably enough for now. Greg Sabalik is a dairy farmer in Minnesota. He has a similar view and says the necessary management tools are there. We, we don't want to do things that may be detrimental down the road. Dairy's been in a very tumultuous time since post-2014. I think every dairy farmer, save last fall, uh, has been in kind of survival mode or extremely tight management mode because dairy prices have been very depressed and we kind of saw some sunshine at the end of the rainbow last fall and then now COVID hit so we don't know where we're going to end up but hopefully we can get through this and, and the markets will equalize without a lot more intervention. Whatever the government approach or lack thereof might be, Nof says he expects the effects of the coronavirus to linger. I'm kind of looking at this as like a three-year negative impact. That's a wild guess. That doesn't I mean, it won't be more or less, but uh, it's hard to determine at this point because 
uh, you know, roughly half half the milk production or half the supply chain goes through institutions and food service and things like that. And at this point, it's hard to predict how fast that'll recover. He says the industry may need to re-examine its processing infrastructure, especially in the wake of challenges highlighted by the coronavirus. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency of the country. Learn more at FLMHarvest.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit AgriPulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.